We are in the third week of Easter, just 15 days into our 50 days of Easter. In these first week of, weeks of Easter, we get several resurrection stories. We certainly have a resurrection story on Easter Day, when along with the women, we discover an empty tomb. Last week in the Gospel of John, our resurrection story was about doubting Thomas, where Thomas didn't believe his fellow disciples when they told him about seeing Jesus. Thomas said, unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. Jesus has appeared to the disciples and told Thomas to touch his wounds. This week, our gospel reading is from the last chapter of Luke. Luke presents us with another story of Jesus appearing to his disciples. In this final chapter, we actually get six distinct resurrection appearances or episodes. All of these episodes take place in a single day. It begins in the very early morning and ends sometime in the night after dinner, all in one day. The first episode was the women at the tomb where they found it empty. They were terrified when two men in dazzling white clothes appeared and stood beside them. They were told Jesus had risen and were reminded of the words Jesus had said to them about being handed over, crucified, and on the third day would rise again. The women remembered, they remembered what was said and they experienced it and they believed. The second is when the women, after having left the tomb, told the 11 about their encounter at the tomb. The disciples listened to the women, they hear what has been said, but they did not believe. The third is Peter, after not believing the women, went back to the tomb to discover it for himself. He saw the linen cloths and no body. He was amazed at what had happened. Peter saw nothing and yet believed everything. And just before our story today, we have a fourth episode of Jesus appearing. Our gospel story today, the fifth episode, cannot really be understood without the context of the fourth. So let me describe that fourth episode for you just a bit. There are two disciples who've left the scene in Jerusalem. We only know the name of one of them, Cleopas. The other is not described and has no name. So really, no face and no name. The two of them know what the woman reported, and they know that Peter verified that the tomb was open. However, they still do not believe what they had been told. And they, being down over the death of Jesus, hit the road to Emmaus. It is here on the road to Emmaus that they encounter a stranger. They tell the stranger all that had happened in Jerusalem that day, that Jesus of Nazareth was crucified, the woman found the tomb empty, and that Peter verified that the tomb was empty. But as the stranger observes, they are foolish and slow to heart, of heart to believe that the prophets, what the prophets have declared. Jesus then tries to explain to them 
what has happened and is what is happening to him at this point and what the scriptures have foretold. They still don't recognize Jesus. And because it was late, the two disciples invite the stranger to eat with them. When Jesus was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. It is in the breaking of the bread that they see who he is. Their eyes are opened, hearts burn, and they realize that they have been speaking with Jesus. They broke bread with Jesus and believed. These two immediately beat feet back to, to Jerusalem. They joined back up with the 11 that they had just left. The 11 were talking about how Jesus had appeared to Simon Peter. We don't get it actually a narrative of this appearance uh, to Peter. But the 11 are sitting around talking about it. And these two join in in the excited discussion. And they told the rest of them what had happened on the road to Emmaus and how Jesus had been known to them in the breaking of the bread. So that's episode four. Now we get to the opening scene of today's gospel. Episode five. It is a noisy gathering of all of them trying to put together everything that they had experienced in that day. Remember, we're still in the same day. It seems as if all the encounters they've had in this one day have them thinking and trying to figure it all out. As the scene opens, Jesus was standing in the midst of them and said, Peace be with you. Although they are rehashing all the events of the day, including Jesus' appearances, when they see Jesus, they are startled and afraid. They think they've seen a ghost. Then we get a parallel to last week's gospel reading, the one from John about doubting Thomas. Jesus asks them why they have doubts. Jesus invites them to look and see, to touch and see. Jesus tells them that a ghost does not have flesh and bones. Again, he shows them his hands and feet. They were still standing there astonished and not believing. Then he asks them for something to eat, and the disciples give him a piece of broiled fish. He took it and he ate it. In this, he shows the disciples that he is flesh and bones. He has been resurrected. He is not a ghost. As soon as he eats it in front of them, he reminds all of them of the words he has spoken to them and their entire path to Jerusalem and reminded them of everything that had been written in Scripture, in the law of Moses, in the prophets, and in the Psalms that it had been fulfilled in him, that the scripture and law was fulfilled in Jesus, that the Messiah is to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day, and in the repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name. So why is it that we have so many different appearance episodes, and why is it we are here listening to the same resurrection appearance stories year after year. I think it's because we get to our belief by different paths and we all encounter the risen Christ in different ways based on our experiences, our assumptions, and our lived lives.
It was true for the women, and it was true for the disciples, and it is true for us. This is why we get more than one appearance story. All of these appearances are different and are encountered differently. Some of us come to believe, like the woman at the tomb, because of what we have been told and asked to remember. They remember what Jesus has told them about rising on the third day, and that is what they experienced. Some of us, like Peter at the tomb, come to believe when we see nothing, but we believe everything. Some of us are actually much more black and white. The engineers and scientists among us, we have to see and touch to believe. Others of us come to believe over time, in this space, week after week, in our worship and in the sacrament, in the breaking of the bread. Where do you put yourself in the story? Do you see yourself as one of the women, perhaps on the road to Emmaus, or still in Jerusalem trying to make sense of everything that has taken place that day? Remember how only one of the two on the road to Emmaus was identified and the other had no face or no name? This is where I put myself in the story. I give the person my face and my name. In doing so, I recognize that I have left the fray in Jerusalem. I didn't stick around to try to figure it out because I was just moving on from that day. Jesus was dead, the tomb was empty, and I don't know why. But I get a glimpse of Jesus in the breaking of the bread, and I go back to Jerusalem where I meet the risen Christ again. And again, there is fear and doubt. But Jesus is there in the flesh and bones, telling us to look, to touch, to see, to believe. We don't have proof of the resurrection. What we have are stories, stories told each year, stories told and believed, told again and believed, and told again and believed. We come here to hear these same stories so that we will come to believe no matter the path, no matter the encounter, no matter the experience. We are here because standing in the midst of us is the living, risen Christ. He stands in our midst to offer us life and to offer it abundantly. This is what faith is. The affirmation that Jesus is the Christ is an act of faith. And don't worry if you experience doubt, just as Thomas did in our gospel last week, or just as our disciples in our gospel this week. Doubt is not the opposite of faith. It is an element of faith. Faith has to have an element of doubt, because if you have proof, you do not need faith. The risen Christ makes himself known to us in different ways, and each of us encounter him differently. Let us be witnesses of Christ's presence among us. And just as the disciples were commissioned to do at the end of our gospel reading, to proclaim this good news, we are as well. Our hope is in the risen Christ. Because the risen Christ, we have life. 
life everlasting. Amen.